This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 31, Lost in America. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. Wow, 31. Kaplan. This thing's getting realer by the week. 31 years young, baby. Hey, it's my birthday, October 31st. Hey, all right, Halloween. My name uh, is Turner Sparks. You can find, I already said that. You can find me <laughs> at Turner B. Sparks B. On Twitter, the B is for my middle name, Benton. Oh, that's oh, one mystery solved. Yeah. You can find Kaplan at MI Kaplan 11. What's 11 for, Cap? The 11 is for none other than the infamous Granny Hammer, the grandfather to one of today's guests, Jason Hammer. His name is Granny, like grandmother? His name is Granville, but they called him Granny. And he, <laughs> he was a Phillies shortstop for the Philadelphia Phillies, the Whiz Kids. Really? In the 50s. He was on the, he's in the Philadelphia Baseball Wall of Fame, and he played for the Phillies in the 50s. And uh, Wait, I, in and the World is, Series, we didn't win that one, but... He is our guest, Jason Hammer's, Hammer's grandfather? Well, I don't know if he's his biological grandfather, but, what? but he's so he's unrelated. He just has the same last I'm, name. I just assume anyone named Hammer is related. MC. This is the worst Granny, one. Jason. The, can I say this? I think this bit has run its course. What bit? This lo- the eleven whatever. I think you need a new. You need a new. But uh, I have a number and I need to keep it catchy. And I can't change my. What am I change my Twitter handle? Of course I can't do that. So I gotta keep coming up with things. No, you can. You can change your Twitter handle. What do you mean you can change your Twitter handle? Shut up. Come on, Cap. You can you change can your Twitter cha- handle? Yes. You can go into Twitter and just... Without cha- starting a whole new thing over? I'll keep my followers? I can do that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll keep your followers. Yeah, of course it'll keep your followers. All right. Well, then I'm going to do it. I'm why, why am I doing all this work? Yeah, this is this stupid. We're all the way down to Granny Hammer. We're done. Granny Hammer. Not even a question. The final one will be Granny Hammer. I'm going to come up with a new Twitter handle. How about... Cap in America? Cap in America is good. Yeah, because you had that, you were thought of that before. A while Wait, ago. hopefully a listener instilled from you. You gotta make Lost sure. Lost in America. Wait Cap- till next week to find out if that's gonna be my Twitter handle. And it sounds like Captain America. It's perfect. All right, so hopefully I can get it. But in the meantime, you can find me at my Cap in 11. But one last time. No, no, no. You can figure it out. By the time this pod comes out, <laughs> all right, I'll you figure can it find out. him at Cap, Cap in, America. in America. All right. We're retiring that bit. So next week, you better come up with some reasons for that B. 
We'll be better than Benton. Up. Better come with something new. Oh, no. Something fresh. Otherwise, we're going to talk about something no. else. A new segment. Oh, now it's on me? Yeah, it's on you. All I'm right. getting it off the baton. Oh, I write the rest of this show. Now i got to write uh, that, well, too? Yeah, yeah. You asked for this. All right. Well, our guest today is uh, with Fashion Pod. We have Jason Hammer and we Granny have... Granny Hammer's grandson. And we have Randy Kaplan. And Michael Kaplan's wife. I'll be honest. I have no idea why they're on the podcast, so you explain it to me. Well, they're here because you are lost in many ways in life. I don't know anything about fashion. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to tell you like everything else, but I assume you're lost in fashion. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I know I am. So I, I don't think about fashion. It doesn't enter my brain exactly. at all. Exactly. So I'm bringing some people here to help to enter your brain for you. Randy uh, has worked in the fashion industry for 20-plus uh, years. Ooh. She does trend spotting for her jobs. Where she travels around. She looks at stores. I think She, she goes I, around the world, right? Yeah, I mean, she tells me that's what she does for work. I think it's an excuse to go shopping. Yeah. But, you know, she has to go to stores and see what's, what are trends, magazines, see what's going on. And Hammer, Jason Hammer, you know, thinks he knows a lot about fashion. And, you know, we're trying to uh, help straight guys get some jobs in the fashion industry. They are, they are a minority that's underrepresented. Hammer is straight. Straight men in the fashion industry he, is a minority yes. that's underrepresented. So I'm trying to help him. I'm trying to do him a it, solid. Does he and work get, in get the fashion cr- industry? He does not, but I think that's his lifelong dream. Okay, so, so he's just we, a guy. He's just a guy who knows a lot about fashion who, in his mind. Okay. So we'll see how he does, and this can be, you know, he starts to launch his career. All right, we'll see if we, this can be a good platform we'll for him. We'll see if he, he takes his sneakers very seriously, he takes his uh, pocket squares seriously. He's a man who knows fashion. We're going to have to put I pictures think. of him up to prove this to our listeners. Yes, and hopefully he's fashionable in those pictures. But you can, you know, our, listeners don't like it, they can, they can write us and uh, tell them... I didn't agree with your takes. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to buy what you told me to buy. Well, let's get to Lost in America. Oh, yeah. Let's get to that first. Play the music. Okay. Oh, by the way, we put on the, I can't say it anymore how much I love the music because we put it on Twitter. We put a poll up. What's more annoying, saying shout out or saying. And what's the results? Uh, it was like 90% people said that I was more annoying when I say I love the music. Oh, my God. Well, I only even mentioned that. I've gotten some feedback from people. I keep getting people saying I love the, the Dr. Dog song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the so is, they love the music. They love the music, well, but that doesn't count the same if they love the They love the it as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. So, so this week we but we the, the this term came up a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, back at the Easter Pod last month, and uh, um, what is the, oh cultural appropriation is a new one for me. Yeah, I don't know because when I was living in China, everyone's one culture. Everyone's Chinese, right? They're right? appropriately Chinese. They're appropriately Chinese. Yes, and so I don't think they're appropriating each other's. I think it's a term that you have to have a mixed culture for even that term to exist right and then the follow-up question is what does it mean i don't know what it means either so like what is what does it mean so why are you here i thought oh <laughs> this pod is supposed to be you answering me my questions well i thought that was the other way around i thought you were gonna teach me about china <laughs> and about life you're gonna learn about america the, like it's and teach me what well this learned. is a part of america now this is a big term when i come back everyone's culturally appropriation right i think what we're doing today is culturally appropriate because we're saying I don't think the term is cultural appropriate. appropriation. Like, you know, what I said, like, there's not enough straight men are giving a shot in the fashion industry. So Hammer 
is culturally that's our cultural appropriation for the day. No, did I use that wrong? <laughs> I did I get that wrong? <laughs> I think it's like when a white guy like dresses like a black guy. Oh, oh, so it's like it's like Eminem dress. So then he's being culturally inappropriate. <laughs> yes, I now I'm explaining it to you. Yeah, I, well, no, we're learning together here. This is a, <laughs> okay. From, so, is it like in colleges? I've read that people get upset if they have like a taco night. Not to go back to the yes, taco, or white people are not can't. Or you tacos. can't have a, like a, a costume or, party where you dress as uh, the like a Native the, American, like Cinco de Mayo coming up. You can't can't do that. Or maybe I think happened. from I what know. I understand, you can't do that. I think what it means is that you have to act and dress. It's like a caste system now. You have to dress who you are. Exactly. How you were born. That's like the anti-American dream. It is. You can't be who you want to be. You have to be how you were born, I think. So you can't aspire to be if anything unless you're aspiring. To, it's just like a kind of weird reverse. You're in the class that you're born into and you have to stay there. That's that's. Nuts. I think you think. <laughs> I mean, no, that's what it is, right? It's cultural. I mean, so I'm, fusion I'm, restaurants are really fucking this all up. Yeah. You oh, they're not, they're terrible. They're, no, I'm being honest here. From what I honestly think it means is that you can't act like a different culture. You have to act like your own culture. If you act like a different culture, you're somehow demeaning that culture. So that would mean like. The, the examples I can think of is it when um, like white people go to the Bahamas, like little girls, and, and the then they braided. get like braids. You can't do that. I mean, I'm against that because it looks ridiculous. Oh, I'm against that too. I'm on their side on that. Yeah, I'm a cultural appropriation or <laughs> warrior. Yeah, warrior. Yeah. And then when you know there was that uh, white lady in like Seattle who tried to tell everyone that she's no, she, she identifies as no, black. but she thinks she is black. Yeah. So they don't like that. See, either. that's where I'm confused here because to me this is a, a very a liberal, Pro- progressive, liberal PC movement, except it's it's reversed because you're basically saying people have to stay in their lane. So like, if like, how does this fit in with like gender uh, identity and stuff? Because that's that you're kind of going a very I think, conservative argument here. I, I think that, no, no, no. I, I think the same people who are pro uh, gender, like you decide whatever your pronoun is, right, are against. But you can't decide what your race is, right? Or you can't decide to dress like a different race. Mm. But you can decide to dress like a different gender, um, or not even one size fits all. You can be anybody. <laughs> this you is wanted. the stupidest segment we've <laughs> ever done because we have no idea. <laughs> have no maybe idea. listeners, why don't you write in and you help us out? Yeah, or maybe we're, I think we're missing something. If we're not we're, missing something, I think we're gonna need to get a future pod. We're gonna have to have somebody come on. We're gonna have to get a. Uh, uh, a good progressive to come on and teach us things, or if, someone. If we're not missing something, then this is the stupidest thing in the history of humanity. It's to probably get- both. We're probably missing something, and it's still probably pretty stupid. Yes, I think we can, uh, because the problem with uh, the problem we're going to have here is that any thoughts I have on the idea are probably wrong. So I don't want to <laughs> make takes because I'm like I have this take about a bathroom. I'm like, well, that's probably wrong. So- well, when has that stopped us in the past? That's never. Stopped we always us. have takes, and we have no idea what what the what the premise of the bit is yeah, yeah so all right anyway so we don't know we don't have an answer on that that uh, yeah. is a lost america where we're equally lost yeah i think um it's like in good the old, segment a good segment <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you, you stick to the lane thing it's like we used to have a terribly segregated world you don't want to go back I to that i think that's what they want they want it to go back no different water fountains for everybody <laughs> i think so, so you know i don't don't culturally appropriate my water to, fountain yeah separate you know i'm 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 coming out here i'm against that you're against 
You're culturally appropriate waterfowlins. <laughs> kitchens. <laughs> I don't think the root word of appropriation is appropriate. Oh, it, is well, it? that is for me. <laughs> All right. This segment, this, this one's gone off a cliff. I think you need to go. <laughs> I think, so you're saying you're in favor of cultural appropriation, if it is what we think it is. No, I'm against it. I'm against it. We're all no, the same. We're all people. It. Everyone's people. Cultures, if I'm interested in another culture, where's the harm in that? <laughs> so you're for it. You're for appropriation. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm for. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Define it. It's steal. It's uh, dressing like another culture. Weber's sighing somewhere. It's oh, if I you hear put sighing on, the other side of town. If you're a black person, right? That has you can't put on a, a Native American headdress because you're unless you're Native American. Well, that's ridiculous. But that's what it is. Yeah, so I'm against that. So you think you can do that? Yeah. So you're if for you it. If you want to get a cigar store Indian and you're a black person or you want to, I yeah. don't know. I, yeah, I'm for it. I'm not against, you know, I was at, my, I was at Ruby, my daughter's school the other day. Sure. And I was, she didn't want me to leave, so I had to sit in for the morning meeting, they call it, where they all sit around in a circle. Yeah. And the teacher's like, everybody get in pretzel legs, pretzel legs. And I don't know what that meant. Uh, oh, yeah, you can't Indian style. And I was like, Ruby, sit Indian. Uh, oh, and then it hit me. You're not supposed to say Indian style. Like, all of a sudden, like, and I learned something. I'm like, I, these, you know Yeah, what? that's a new thing. You can't say Indian style. I don't style. know how it's offensive. Well, I don't know how new it is. I've been gone for such a long time. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't sat Indian style in a long time. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going around So New I don't York. know if that's cultural appropriation. I don't know what's cultural appropriation. Oh, that might be that we're trying to be like them, and they don't want us to be like them. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm just anyway. gonna learn. For, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pay attention to what my kids are learning in school going forward. Yeah, that's the way we're supposed to be programmed. Okay. So I don't say anything inappropriate. It'll yep. be terrible for the podcast, but it'll be better <laughs> yeah, for this life. Is... And that's what I'm gonna do for now on. I'm I mean, pay I think the last. Legs. I think the last seven minutes, this podcast has already driven into a ditch. So you're, it's not gonna make it worse. Yeah, we're gonna have to get our guests on. But the rescue. speaking of that, let's get it back. Let's get to our reviews. We have some new reviews in, right? Speaking of ditches. Yeah, these, so these, you guys can, These reviews are pre this episode. So you can review us on I go on iTunes, leave us reviews. It really helps us a lot. It helps boost us up. Leave us ratings yeah. and reviews. Like Cap. we've said in the past, you don't have to listen. Just leave us reviews. Exactly. Just press play. Just press play. And then write a review. And write a review. Lost in America Pod. We have a new review review from a, a Noah Klausman. Noah Klausman shout out. Says hilarious. Such a funny show. Kaplan. Is the sex symbol of our generation. That's that. What's that from? That's a review on iTunes. Really? Yeah. Fresh, sex fresh symbol? Well, you have been working out. I, I haven't been working out. That's the irony. This, this, uh, this podcast is keeping me from working out. I'm constantly... Well, maybe... I, wouldn't, I would not say this generation, but right. you know that generation... <laughs> Two generations are... No, no, no. Like that generation in the Middle, e like the yeah. middle Ages when it was good to be fat. Yeah. That's the Mona Lisa were... generation. Yeah, yeah, when like that symbol of being rich. Yeah, that's uh, the generation. Your sex symbol of that generation. And that brings us to a point. Like we have... Like I'm, you know, an old man here, but I haven't really done anything in my life. Sure. So like if this podcast takes off, can I be, still be a voice of a generation? Yeah. I, what generation am I speaking for, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like, don't even know how it works. It's like those 35-year-old rock bands who yeah. are talking to, like, teenagers. Yeah, that's what I want to be. Yeah, you could be, like, the uh, Eddie Money or um, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, Bob Seger, right? Yeah. Yes. For a former... Yeah, so we can be... I can... I our generation, I don't know who Bob Seger is. I really couldn't name one song, but I've heard of him. Uh, against the Wind. Oh, okay. Should be running against the wind. Let's play it this episode. I'm old You're now. But so, uh, we, yeah, we're not going to be the voice of our own generation. No. Our generation's done. We want to be the voice of one or two generations behind yeah, us. Yeah, the millennials are going to need some voices. 
And you want to be the sex symbol of that one from the Middle, middle Ages. Yes. Yeah. All and right. Then, uh, we listener mail. I have some mail. More mail. Uh, yeah. What do we got? I got one. I've got a, a Lisa in Pennsylvania writes, love Ooh. the Easter pod. Oh. Sue Funk was hilarious. And I'm definitely going to check out her Pretty Little Liars pod. Great. So Sue Funk was good. Yeah. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to the Easter podcast. Sue Funk. Great pod. Hilarious pod. And also knows way more about Christianity than I do. And me too. She really uh, blew me away on that. Blew you away. Maybe she could teach you about cultural appropriation. (laughs) She probably could. And then what? Oh, I didn't read the rest of this. FYI, peeps are made in Bethlehem by a Jewish family that... Oh, this is from my sister, this mail. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, peeps are made by... uh, Shout out to the Bourne family, Mike and Ike's fame in Pennsylvania. I I guess I badmouth them. Oh, that's where peeps come from? That's where peeps come from. They're from my hometown. So we're destroying your hometown economy? Yeah, it's one of the top businesses in the hometown. I'm I'm ripping ripping on peeps? Wait, I just had an idea. Because you know how I uh, Easter is a Christian religious holiday. Yes. But all these uh, non-religious people celebrate Easter. They do? Yeah, they do. They have Easter bunny hunts. And yeah. Park. Is that appropriating my culture? Yeah, you should be offended. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Good callback. There we go. Now that, I know what it is. Yeah, and I'm not going to let... I'm still okay with it, by the way. If that's what it is, I don't really when care. When I walk out, I'm in Katz's Deli, and I see these tourists coming in eating pastrami. Yeah. I'm... Gonna throw a fit. <laughs> pitch, pitch a fit and fall in it. Pitch a fit and yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's and I've also but I with one other piece of listener mail. Wow. I've got a, a somebody. I've got another anonymous in Queens. Anonymous. Doesn't want to use his name or okay. her name. Be- Is that where Hillary Clinton lives? Hillary Clinton lives in Westchester. Ah, I was thinking <laughs> maybe she, it was yeah. her. If she lived in Queens, Donald Trump was born in Queens. A big listener. Probably why he won. But um, I'm hoping you can throw your significant influence behind an issue of local importance. Uh-oh. Is this Kim? <laughs> Assemblyman Kim? There is police barriers that were used for a July 4th celebration that are still at the corner of 50th and Center Boulevard. Oh, I know where that is. Okay. This is somebody I somebody in my neighborhood. Wow. I've got a lot of, someone who knows. Wait, is this the homeless guy who hangs outside of your building? I don't know. It's anonymous. Could be. I have tried tweeting at the police. And and, <laughs> and and talking to my local councilman Jimmy Van Bramer, this person and calling three one one to no effect. This person really went above and beyond tweeting at police. <laughs> if you could write Dude. a tweet and your listeners could favorite it, and you can tag the city, maybe we can make something happen. I'm gonna write up a tweet. Okay. I'm gonna consolidate this. I'm I'm here for you, and and I'm gonna put it up there. And listeners, please favorite it. We're gonna make something happen. We're gonna get those police barriers removed. Okay. Because that is. I'm unclear of what we're even talking about. A police about. barrier is like a barricade. I know, but what's the problem with them? Where are they? They were put up to, for, a, for a July 4th celebration because the people come to watch July 4th. Last year? Last July 4th. Okay. And the police just apparently just left them there. They've been sitting there for over almost a year. Okay, but at this point, I'm on the police side. Because, like, you know when you put up a Christmas tree? Well, no, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But no. you put up a Christmas tree. And then at some point, like May, June, July rolls around, and you go, you know what? You haven't taken it down I'm yet. Close enough to December. I'm yeah, I'm just gonna it. keep it up. And yeah. I'm with the with the police barricades, maybe the same. You know, July Fourth is right around the corner. Right. Maybe we should hold off on the crusade because I don't want until after this July Fourth. But the second July Fourth ends, <laughs> yes. Then we come at them hard, speaking and heavy of, with everything the pod's got. Speaking of July Fourth, you know what I've always wanted to do? Lifelong dream, and I think it'll be good for the pod. What's that? I, what about that hot dog eating contest yes. on Coney Island? Let's do a remote. Should we do it? That's as American as it gets. That's that's the hard. Although uh, a Japanese is he Japanese? Kobayashi is he the guy who wins? Yeah, every but year? we have Cody Chestnut from Portland, Oregon. We're gonna get behind him. Yeah, we're gonna get behind him. Any pod listeners, let's make it a po- a party. 
Yeah. Lost in America party at Coney Island. Everybody come out Maybe there. We'll we can get, a, get one of the competitors on the pod. We we'll, got to figure out a way. We'll get some drinks. We'll get some. We'll throw a couple Bijos down the gullet. Yeah. Maybe you could participate. That you, would be so amazing. You've been eating a lot of hot dogs. I have. I love hot dogs. You ate at least four in like a week, so you could probably <laughs> well, eat yeah. 20 in a minute. Or, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you 12 minutes, I think. They eat like 80 in a minute. Well, you're not going to win. I'm not saying <laughs> win the contest. I'm saying place. All right. Let's get to Ents. Get to it. Ents is an app, baby. <laughs> it's in the App Store. It's on Android. iTunes. You, they're updating it. They got a new update. just came out. Yeah. Russ. The last update was awesome. The last update you could... You could hold just your finger down, so it's more you control it. Yep. That was a great update. And then they updated the delete button in the last update. The delete button was a big move. Now you can straight to Twitter, up to five minutes. We put things up there. We put uh, things that I tag Lost in America. I tag Kaplan. I'll tag the guest. Yeah. I'll tag your name. What's your handle on there? Uh, Turner Spark. Turner Turner B Spark. Turner B. I think. Yeah. Keep that B. Yeah, you got to keep the B. And And any, um, we also put uh, previews of of, uh, shows coming up. Yeah. And B sides, like, you know, we're doing, we might be rambling this episode a little. Some things might not make it to the final product, but if they're funny, maybe uh, Turner will throw them up on ends. We'll drop them on it. We'll drop them on ends. Ends bomb them. All right. Find us there. Check that out. And uh, let's get to our guests. Let's bring them in. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We're here with our guest, Fashion Pod, Fashion Week on Lost in America. I keep telling our one guest that I'm out making a podcast. Out of your marriage? Yeah, well, I keep saying I'm out making a podcast, and I don't know if she believes me, so she had to come here to... Randy Kaplan, out. how you doing? Hey. Mrs. Kaplan. <laughs> wife of the pod. <laughs> One of the wives of the One pod. One of the wives. Oh, my, my wife is actually going to be upset that she's not. Uh, the first I, wife ever on the, the pod. Yeah, that she's going to have to be the. Uh, who was the guy who was second to uh, Jackie Robinson? Larry Doby. She's a Larry Doby of Friend this of podcast. Shout out. And Jason Hammer, how you doing? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Long, you're a long-time listener, first-time guest. First-time, long-time? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely a long-time listener, first and probably last-time guest, so make it count. All right, nice. <laughs> so, um, first of all, uh, Cap, introduce, why, why, are, why are you got these two on the podcast? Well, you know, I'm I know just, my fashion I don't know anything not. about fashion, but I know you wear the same thing all the time. You Listen, know, like, you've got your button down. Or number one your sweater, rule, your like V-neck sweater thing. Number one rule of fashion is if you if you find something good, you yeah. stick with you're it. You're wearing these Adidas sambas that I know I had you in found like something middle good school. Yet. I've had these for ten years. <laughs> I, save it, buddy. <laughs> so and I, the reason I to answer your question earlier, Randy has become my official fashion uh, correspondent or just dresser, stylist. Stylist, that's the word. I don't. Isn't even that know what word. most most wives are? I imagine most, but I, no, not, Except not, Hammer. not in the Hammer's case. No, Hammer, no. do you do that for your wife? <laughs> Are you her fa- fashion uh, consultant? You're like, wow, 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 you're not going out like that. Sometimes, but she generally ignores what I say about what, you know, what she wears and just decides to go, uh, to go with whatever she wants. Okay, First so time I met Hammer, he was wearing a ski hat and a choker, and it was like August. <laughs> it was like the second time I met What's him. a choker? Like a really tight, a, necklace. A tight necklace. Where's Girls your, wear that, right? You should bring it back. They're back, Hammer. I should also bring my earring back. But, you know, we, we'll discuss yes. that. Yes. Whoa. You used to have an earring? I did. Yeah, it was very, you know. Very like a guy earring? Yeah. Are those out? Those look are, good. I, you know what? That's I kind of forgot. Let's start there. Because I think when I left in 2004, guys did have earrings. And then now I don't see them anymore. Is that an age? Is that because we're too old for the, or like high school kids still walking around with earrings? 
That I don't know. See, I set the trends, and then when I took the earring <laughs> off, I think it goes the other way. Yeah. You were the first on. guy to wear an earring? You're like, see what that girl's <laughs> I, I doing? Was, I was, I'm in. I was, you know, I was in the top tier percentage-wise of guys wearing an earring. And then, okay. Yeah, Randy, it, what would your reaction be if I got an earring? No. No? Well, because here's the thing. Good input, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> laugh into the microphone, Hammer. <laughs> well, no, because uh, it was it went for it started at one earring in like the mid '90s, right? Like the 90210 era. Did you have sideburns too? No, but I had frosted tips. So oh, there you go. Oh. Cap sideburns, frosted tips. Did I have fri- sideburns? I yeah. had sideburns, but then my grandfather told me to shave them. I never make the basketball team. <laughs> I, you know, so why did side because they slowed you George down? George Steinbrenner was running the basketball team. Oh yeah, because yeah, so you, you, you don't want to be a rebel. That's so, it. So you know, I wanted to go like Brandon Walsh. Or, so what's the point of this podcast? What are we doing <laughs> to dress <laughs> you better? Okay, there we go. That's that was my question. Uh, yes. All right. So should we start with me? What am I okay. doing wrong? Let's go, <laughs> Randy first. I don't know. I think you're very normcore. Do you know what that means? I have no Let's idea. Let's start with you. Yeah, you, t- you have to say if you know what she means or not. So Okay, what Nor- is normcore? I can guess okay. based off of my growing up in the punk rock scene. Mm-hmm. And they used to, the hardcore was a type of music. And then everyone culturally appropriated me <laughs> and my hardcore music fans. Hardcore was like hardcore punk rock. But then they started saying like nerdcore was a type of music. And they just like say it was like the gate of music, so I'm assuming this is a normal person, but hardcore normal person? You can't say normal anymore. Well, it's kind of like a reaction to, like, trend. You're, like, anti-trend, and that's what normcore is. Is it? Uh-huh. All right, you're, that's you're anti-trend. Good. What am I? What's my what's Wait, no, no, no. Me? Keep going. <laughs> wait, 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 one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. Wait, so how, how am I anti-trend? Well, so it's, like, people. It's not people that have no fashion taste. It's just people who are against labels and everything else, and it's sort of like a uniform. You're wearing like a uniform. It's called normcore. By being, I'm, I'm sure I'm not explaining that. By being, well, try again. Listeners can, you know. No, no, no. Know. Go ahead. No, but that's what it is. Normcore. It's a whole movement. It's. A I'm movement. part of a movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Am I the face of the movement? Maybe. You can become it. Is there any way? Okay. So, because for the listeners, what I'm wearing right now is like a button-down shirt, jeans, nondescript, know. nondescript color, basic, um, very. So does that mean that everyone, no matter what, is part of a trend? Is there any way for me not to be part of a trend? No. No. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what you do, you're doing Because even when you're not part of a trend, you're part of a trend. Yeah. Okay, so then good or bad. What would you, one to ten, my fashion sense? Next question. No, come on, <laughs> answer the question. Like one of my biggest pet peeves with guys, and especially with Kaplan, Uh-oh. is... Like the fraying of the jeans. Like he will literally wear his jeans until they're like mean? falling apart. There's like holes and you're starting to fray a little. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think I bought these jeans in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I can tell. No, well, that's, they've held that's up actually pretty well. True, well, these are joggers, I hope you know. And Wait, let's go. Like, one at a time. One at a time. Wait, keep going. Keep going. Um, so we got the jeans. Yeah, the jeans, the shirt is. Yeah. So if I wanted to be a really <laughs> boring, if I wanted to be hardcore normcore, I would get better jeans. Yes. Do yeah. you do you want to be hardcore normcore? I don't know. I just found out what it is. I don't know. We need to do another pod where we go shopping. That'll oh, be a whole that's another good. remote Turner shopping. I mean, pie. who makes those jeans? That's these are Levi's. Uh huh. Levi's. Wow, oh. that's yeah. down the road. Five hundred one. I no, think. No, that's classic. You're classic. Yeah. Okay, and then the shirt, which is uh, we got to take. We'll take pictures so the listeners can hear. The listeners need to see what you're wearing. Okay, shirt. 
Who makes this shirt? What are you wearing? Yeah, who are you wearing? Who am I wearing? I think I'm wearing H&M. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's, that's just Normcore as it goes. That's not Normcore. No? That's fast fashion. Fast fashion? What yeah. does fast fashion mean? Fast fashion is what's going on with H&M and Zara, and it's like every two seconds they're like churning out new What trends. about Uniqlo? Oh, you, oh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> Unique club. Uniqlo? Uniqlo. Yeah. It's from Japan or Korea? Yeah, Japan. Well. I'm a big fan. I believe they pronounce it Uniqlo. Again, fast fashion. That's fast fashion. Oh, oh they keep I'm learning chur- stuff. Clo. He's the authority on the old thing about So I'm Korea. fast fashion slash normcore. Yeah, you're like, that's like a I'm doing, I'm five out of Slash yeah. alt-right. Let's go there, too, because you've, <laughs> you just buy your nickname. Oh, wait, and then what about the haircut? The hair's pretty alt-right. Yeah, your hair looks looking good. Looking good? Yeah. All right, nice sweet. part in there. It's we'll yeah, take it. It's very, uh, okay, cool. Hammer, now your turn. <laughs> and then we'll do Cap. See, I believe fashion, I think you need to like stick out in some way when you wear it. Because as, you know, nondescript. Like everyone's wears like a blue button-down shirt and jeans and black blue sneakers. Shirt. You know, yeah, blue shirt. <laughs> like the, the whole point of fashion is to stand out. To, he, to, to, to make yourself unique in a certain way so did people you will remember you. Yeah, so then I would be fail- completely failing at that. Yeah, because no one, you'd, people would walk by you on the street and just they, you'd blend into the scenery. That's my goal. Well, then you're looking good if that's <laughs> your cares? goal. Who cares? Okay. okay Nondescript okay. white guy look. Yeah, All right. Exactly. All right, so that's how many out of ten for uh, whatever <laughs> if you... If your goal is to be as completely nondescript as possible, ten out of ten. All right, Wow. Baby. Bam. Big winner. Big winner. All right, yeah. now let's go to Cap. You wear a watch. Very nice. A lot of people don't wear watches. Oh, yeah, I wear a watch. So classic. No, because I'm on. It, I wear it for comedy because you have to know how long you have on stage all the time. So I check oh. it. You know. All right. See, there you go. He's got a reason for it. And clothes. can I also give you a reason dresser. for why I dress like this? Because when you do stand-up comedy, you don't want people to focus on what you, you want people to focus on what you're saying, not what you wear. Exactly. And can I just bring up uh, something that I learned from Weber? Oh. And that is that people, the less decisions that you make in a day, the more time you have to be being creative and doing other things. That's, that's amazing that Weber gets credit for that and not Steve Jobs or Mark <laughs> <Yeah>. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he learned it from or someone Sam, else. He learned it from I, Sam Hinkie. So, uh, you know, I was impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah, and, if, all, and, if I just tucked in my shirt, I would be uh, the Apple guy. What did you just say he, his name was? <laughs> he wears a turtleneck. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah, he wears a turtleneck. Mark and glasses. And he's dead. Well, that's the, the whole thing Randy was just explaining is Zuckerberg's thing. You notice he wears like a plain gray T-shirt and a oh, hoodie Jay Leno. every day. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay Leno wears jean shirt and jeans. What? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one who knows that? that is. Yeah, that, no one knows who that is. That was pre. That no was, one knows who Jay you're, Leno you're, is. Well, I mean, I know who Jay Leno. Truly, is. this is a America. comedy podcast, folks. You're in our world. <laughs> oh, Jay Leno is not in comedy world. <laughs> yes, he is. Are oh, you kidding me? All right, I guess. Some of the biggest comedians of all time. Yeah, I don't want to be part of that world. All right, anyway. you're all off the pod. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get let's get lost. All right, uh, now what about what about Cap? I should have worn a shirt from before we met. So I got really. a ten out of five and a five out of five. So I'm fifteen out of twenty. That's gonna be what hard about to beat. Cap? What? what well, I think we Same gotta question. know what's he going for. We well, obviously I'm not going for, going for I mean, I picked out that shirt. So where's and it from? Shoes. Where's the shirt from? That shirt's from Target. Yes, Target. Oh my God, I'm already beating you. H and M versus Target. Hello? Well, what is Target? Is that fast, fresh, or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's kind of fast fashion. Fast fashion. Yeah. Target. Like fast food fashion. Yeah, Target's trendy. Out of all the department stores, like that's Target's I mean, a department level? store. Mass level. That was like a food court where they sell a couple T-shirts <laughs> on the side. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and these sneakers are my Trump supporting sneakers, New Balance. They're ombre but, New Balance. Oh yeah, that's not winning you any points. Yeah, but they're 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 high fashion, right? They're nice. They're nice. sort of like that fly knit that's very popular these days. And go. these joggers he bought because 
Osama. Osama <laughs> mentioned them. Osama Siddiqui. I ran something to do with yes. the joggers. I thought after that episode I should buy a pair of joggers. So I bought these. Are those ones. joggers? Yeah. They look like jeans. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, by the way, this is no one can see any of this. <laughs> is that the male jegging? I don't understand. Exactly. Really? A, a jogger is a jean that's like made of And it has sweatpants. like a tie, like yeah. a sweatpant tie. I don't know, but I'm wearing a belt, which you're probably not supposed to wear a belt with a jogger. Does, doesn't seem appropriate. I'm sure a millennial would yell at me. But they're I have in, to, a I, nice I, wash. I like them. All right. Good, All right. Well, good. you picked out his no, fashion. I got so. those joggers. These joggers I picked out on my own. He went okay. rogue. I went rogue. I'm not, it's like. Percentage of my wardrobe I go rogue on is like a sports, if it's a Syracuse or Eagle shirt. If it's a shirt I'm going to sell to um, Ikram, I'm allowed to go rogue there. <laughs> All right, so I'm already guessing, Hammer, you're going to say he has no, he's a blue I, shirt and blue pants. Yeah, I have no vision. Well, the, the, I'm anti-jogger, was that what they're called now? <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just. I'm with you, one. I'm against joggers. Um, the sneakers are, are somewhat interesting, although I'm not a New Balance guy. You know, prefer Nikes or or Adidas or something along those lines, but lefty. They at least have a cool design. <laughs> so why do you, why why Nike instead of a uh, why why Nike or Adidas instead of New Balance? So I mean Nike Nike's just a lot trendier, a lot better, more comfortable, a lot better to look at. Cooler colors, cooler designs, a lot of like fun stuff you could wear. And this is if you're playing sports or if you're just walking around. No one wears sneakers to play sports anymore. Yeah. They just wear it like out. What you do you know. wear to play sports? I mean, you wear like crappy sneakers to play sports. You wear like fashion sneakers to like. Your There's two different job. kinds of sneakers. Yeah, of course. Randy has the, fashion the sneakers. sneakers. Am I the only one who doesn't know that? The trend is called athleisure. Yeah. Athleisure. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Athletic. It's but like, you're not it's like Lululemon and Under Armour. Yeah, it's pants. like an everyday, everyday oh, attire now. You buy that, but you don't actually do anything act- active in it. Is that well, you like, could, but you know, but you don't. You, you, yeah, you buy. Well, it's it's useful things. though. It's functional. Like if somebody, I used to say, I never wear flip flops, sandals. I hated them because, like, if if I get someone tries to rob me, or get in a fight, I'm totally at a disadvantage. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the that's city. legitimately it's, a good. It's hard to that. karate kick somebody in flip flops. Yeah, yeah, and like somebody, <laughs> if someone stole your purse and I had to chase them down. I mean, you know, what am I doing flip-flops? I got to have sneakers on. Mm-hmm. So that's the movement, though. Everyone's wearing, like, uh, yoga pants. They're ready. Yeah. Here's an honest right. question. What is the... Because there's some rule, but I, I don't know what it is, but something about Labor Day. Oh, after yeah. Labor Day, you can't wear what? White. Is it white before or after you can't wear it? You can't wear it after. <laughs> is Labor Day in the fall or in the spring? The fall. What's the one in the spring? Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. So from Memorial Day to Labor Day, you could wear white. But I really think that's an old. Yeah, that's rule. that's that that's that's a long and that's long ago. Done. Now. I, well, that, I was going to say where after the Labor Day even, you yeah. don't you don't wear summer clothes. I'm pretty sure. No. Well, I mean now with the crazy weather. Oh, so you're saying this is the year you're going to change? Yeah. The final of the I don't really warming? have summer clothes. I wear black year round. That's true. <laughs> it's a symbol of hot. White shorts, white pants. If it's warm outside, you could wear them. What is on the China? Is there like what is the fat? Are there any of these things? Do you know what's going on in China? Can we ask you anything? Or I no? don't know what's going on in this room right now. <laughs> 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 All right, I literally have no concept of what's happening. The in <laughs> in in China, what you can, it's a free for all. It's a free for all. You it? can wear whatever you want. You can walk down the street in a speedo and a like Hulk Hogan mask. <laughs> no one will care. They're like, just like oh like, yeah. fall fashion. Every is, city has that guy stands out. I appreciate that. Yeah, because Randy, you came out, and um, you know how every city in China has the the like walking street in the middle of the town. I always say that's the street where people go just to test out. Like they're in their room. It's like how I go to a comedy club to test out a new joke. I can't try it out at home. I don't know if it's going to be funny, so I have to try it at a club. That's their version of that for fashion. Like they're sitting at home in a speedo and a Hulk Hogan mask, and they go, "I don't know if this is great or not. Let me try it." So if you go to any one of those streets, you'll see like the craziest shit. 
going down the middle of the street, you'll see, first of all, uh, Chinese women in China don't, like, black hair is r- rare. They'll all dye it orange or yellow or blue or green. Wait, they're born with black hair, obviously. It's not rare, but you're saying they, they don't. <laughs> no, for them to live <laughs> with it. They don't want to live with it. Okay. Yeah, because, like, everybody has black hair, you know? And so then they want to mix it up. They also, Go a on. lot of times, will, like, perm it or frizzy it out or whatever, you know? Yeah. And do they wear colored contacts, too? Yep. Sometimes mm-hmm. they wear color contacts. And do they try to change the color of their skin? Do yep. just make that up? Okay. No, no, no. Skin whitener is <laughs> sold. Whitener? Skin whitener is, yeah, they're not trying to get darker. No. Oh, skin mean, whitener is sold in all of, like, it would be, like, in the Rite Aid. Like so in the, go tanning. The ta- I was like, the tanning booth business in China must in not the pharmacy. well. No, no, no. It doesn't <laughs> go well. In the pharmacy, they'll sell, right next to all the other, like, women's cosmetics, they'll sell the uh, skin whitener. So, yeah, they throw that on. So, um... And then male fashion is just like pretty basic, right? Meaning they people like I'm. Are they based on any Western fashions from many years well, ago? Well, yeah, or? because no, not many years ago. Like recently, Zara, H and M, and Uniqlo are the three ones that oh. have like taken over the whole country. So everybody basically just dresses like I do, because everyone gets this. <laughs> unless you're in like they Shanghai or Beijing, unless you're in one of the biggest cities, every other city in the country basically has those three places. For Western style fashion, as they might think of it as. One of the things I noticed when I was in Shanghai, 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 whatever you want, is uh, that you know they a lot of all the manufacturers are there, so they have a lot of like I don't know if it's real or knockoffs, but you'll go into stores and they'll be like two Marc Jacobs shoes and like three Chloe outfits, and it's all kind of like this random stuff. Like I don't know if it fell off a truck and like <laughs> oh sure, <laughs> it's yeah. like a flea market. Yeah. Of, yeah, they'll just have a few yeah. before they send it to America. And, like, do they wear all that stuff that they're manufacturing for us? Yes. I think, I mean, it's a combination. No, so Chinese people now would never buy, if you're just of a certain social class, you would ne- they don't buy fake stuff at all. Because mm-hmm. they see it as showing, they want to show that they can afford the real thing. So it's crazy. People will make, like, $1,000 a month and then show up to work with, like, a $3,000 purse. I like, can relate. Randy is not finding that crazy at all. Really? <laughs> not at all. Like, really? You just spent a quarter of your yearly salary on this purse? But a lot of times, they'll have, um, this is going off topic a little bit, but they, a lot of them don't have debt. Like, Americans have a lot of debt because their family might have, once they get married, their family, the family pays for them to go to college. It's really cheap to go to college. Then their family will buy them a house and maybe buy them a car. And so then whatever they make is just their money. You so know? you're saying if Bernie Sanders would have become president and made college, like, Debt free, reduced all the debt. Kids could be buying him more handbags. Exactly, you oh could spend God. your money <laughs> on Louis Vuitton bags. You could have done much better. That's if a great economic stimulus package. All the Jewish yeah. girls would have jumped off Hillary for him. So, um, <laughs> whenever you go to those like fake markets around China, there's no Chinese Chinese people wouldn't be caught dead there. But there's some things that are real in those markets. Is what you're saying? No, 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 those, oh, no. Oh, you're ta- okay, okay. No, you're talking about actual malls. Yeah. Where there's like only yeah. one thing. You can go into like something that looks like a real mall. Right. And it's, it's like, I, I know what you mean. It's unclear. If, I think that's real. I don't right. think that's fake. It's like just really vague, these stores that it's you like go these, into. You got to get there early and just pick it up before someone else buys it? Yeah. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> just go right to the sweatshop and pick it up off the line. But then you go to the mall and it's all luxury stuff and you go in and it's like Louis Vuitton and there's like five handbags. Like everyone that's wants a real. flagship there. Yes. And mm-hmm. so like these stores are like half empty. And it's well but they're it's always like, like dead empty. Yeah. I don't know how they it's make like money. It's like that in New York right. too now. And, this, so. and the prices really? are ridiculous. But then everyone has them whenever right. you work in an office like yeah. you, everybody in there has the same thing. But so no, what, people will wear that up here. It kind of changed. Like when I first got there, 
no one really um, like people would wear like Hello Kitty, Mickey Mouse T-shirts to work. Whenever when you I mean, Randy, you might have seen this when you go to like a company, the the secretary right at the very front of the office will just be in like a T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, but then around like 2009, 10, all the, mall, all the malls started opening and all these shop like places are opening. Like, the style changed like overnight. Everyone because they didn't have access to all these brands. So once they got access to it, they were like, "Yeah, sure." I remember a girl I worked with showed up one day. They had just a Dickies store had opened in Suzhou, so she came to work like totally formal with Dickie like stompers on, <laughs> like red those huge like huge soles, you know. What do you call that? And she just didn't know. She's just trying it out, you know. All uh, right. What about so? What are other trends that Turner missed? Can you guys fill him in on anything that he missed? Oh yeah. What did was... I miss when I was gone? Two thousand four to two thousand sixteen. Two thousand four. I don't know. I think a the, well. I, I think we glazed over it, but the athleisure stuff, the Lululemons, the Under Armors, you know, I think that was a big thing. Like you know, nowadays in in the suburbs of New York, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think I, I don't think I see a woman without you know Lulu leg Lululemon leggings. Really hard to say. Well, on. At all times, I'm with you. I think we came to visit my wife and I. Yay and I came to visit a couple years ago to New York to see if we wanted to move here. And that we stayed for like a week in Brooklyn. And the number one thing she noticed was like she's like, if I move here, I have to get yoga pants, yeah, and a yoga mat. And no matter what I'm doing, you just have to like carry it around. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. be. Yeah. She was intimidated because everyone in the neighborhood. And that's and why they she's their, not here. They had their hair in a ponytail. <laughs> she hasn't found she's the right yoga mat. That yet. she hasn't found a green card. <laughs> yeah, she's but she's just intimidated by these. She just can't get the yoga uh, the yoga thing. So you're right. That I don't remember any of that. Like this um, fashion, it's like workout fashion, but you're not going to work out. That's very American, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely American. It's not mm-hmm. functional. And it's... That said, if I see anyone at the gym in cotton, it's just sort of embarrassing. I'll just leave the gym. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> why? Like, you have to be wearing the like the the. I don't even know what type. I of still wear. I w- but I work out in like old t-shirts. I mean, yeah, that's, like that's not free that's t-shirts. Not you, you work got. out. That's yeah, here the Planet Fitness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not working out. I, I feel like they just shuttle all those folks to Planet Fitness who work out in like their <laughs> cotton t-shirts. But so uh, what do you do with all your old cotton t-shirts? <laughs> Huh? What do you do with all your like free T-shirts that you got in the past? Rags. Donate. I don't know. Yeah, donate. Exactly. All right. Anything else? And you just saw skinny jeans went in and out. Are they in now? No, skinny jeans are still in. They're still in. For women, it's like now they're high waisted skinny jeans. What those are the worst. Those mom oh, jeans. Really? Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Whoever decided those <laughs> needs to be taken out back and shot. <laughs> Whoever decided those are attractive. Here's the problem. Lena Dunham. Oh, exactly. well, that's God. the first problem. <laughs> she can set trends for real. Yeah, who's following her fashion? That's why it's people, not countries. Everybody in your borough. What's oh, a borough? Borough. Borough. Oh, in my oh, in my Brooklyn. You live in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a borough in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about a horse, or like a donkey, or something. <laughs> like, I don't, uh, yeah, those are okay. So this is my. I have a problem with fashion in that in when it manifests itself in those high waisted jeans. Just because some like runway model wears it and can still look good, she looks good despite the jeans, not because of the jeans. Am I wrong, Kaplan? No, you're right. Yeah. The biggest problem, right. and Randy said this to me once. She said, "Women dress for other women." Maybe gay guys. They don't dress for men. And that's a problem. Right? I, right. I agree that is a problem. Because they that's think major... they j- can just get laid anyway? Or well, why? <laughs> Randy, explain. <laughs> why do they do that? I don't know. I mean, there's a whole line called Man Repeller. It's like about... Clo- what is that? It's a fashion line. It's a blog. This And it's about clothes. Is it hosted by We're not Donald? giving her a shout out. Other girls. <laughs> don't, give the, don't give the address. Like, other women, like, appreciate. I think... Women do dress for other women. Right. I don't know what. Wait, when they get a because com- you want to get a compliment from a woman, if a guy gives you a compliment on something you're wearing, it's kind of creepy, right? 
But if a girl gives it, then it's like makes yeah, your day. Yeah, exactly. All right, you All right. guys. Thank Thanks you for, for being on the by. podcast. Thanks for doing it. I'm um, gonna, I guess, see you later, Andy. Okay. Y- yeah, I'll be home. <laughs> if this, yeah, if this relationship still exists after yeah. this podcast, we'll see. We'll find out. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. take off but uh we get the news but before we get to the news i want to do my plug so we couple big shows coming up eight may 13th everyone all of our listeners in fairfield connecticut yes come on out to the fairfield comedy club i'm gonna be there that's this weekend all right this weekend this saturday night i will be there with joe garrick's doing some show doing a show it's gonna be a blast and then we move on the tour keeps moving may 23rd i'll be in the bay area at, in Mill Valley at the Throckmorton Theater. Robin Williams used to live down the street from there, play there all the time. So all of our Bay Area listeners, come on out. Come on out and see where Robin Williams used to live. And No, he used to perform there all the oh. time. It's a cool theater, really cool theater right there in the, in the Bay, North Bay. And um, then the next night, May 24th, the big show in Sacramento, California. Yeah. Tickets are going fast, everybody. They're I'm not probably sure. probably sold out by the time They might airing. be sold out by now. We're recording this in advance. I'm not but exactly sure. Maybe you'll offer some bonus ones to the fans. We'll see what we can do. We do. I can't make any guarantees. Add a second night. Yeah, so go on uh, Punchline. Go to Punchline Comedy Club's website. You can get them there. All right. I got some big plugs for the month of May. Let's do it. Teddy Kaplan's in the playoffs in soccer, I'm sure. Whoa. And I got, I'm going to be out in Portland. Nisha's bachelor party. Hey. So come out to Portland, May 19th. If and, anybody's uh, in Portland, I'm May 19th. If anyone's in Portland, I, I'll see if I can, uh, you know, I might be just walking around talking into a microphone. <laughs> so if you see me there, Hang out with Kaplan. Hi. Let's get to the news. All right, first story in... Well, let's start with fashion. Should we do that? Yeah, let's start with... You know, our, our fashion experts have left. Yes. Randy had to go pay the... Ba- I was, like, not paying for another hour of the babysitter, so... Of course not. She had to leave. Yeah. But you know what? Let's let's sound off about fashion without our experts. All right. Hammer so this, had to go have dinner. Screw the experts. Screw them. This comes to us from the Daily Mail. That's one way to stay cool. It says, these bizarre half-jeans... That leave one leg and the wearer's underpants totally exposed are shocking people at Coachella. Did you see a picture of this, Kaplan? No. Can I can I see one? Well, yeah. Look, I mean, there's no picture, but I'll describe it to you. You sent the article to me, so I assume I know, you would have seen I, the I picture. Look at the picture. Uh, I'll explain it. So basically, it's a pair of jeans, but it's cut off. Um, I figured when it said cut off halfway, I these, thought they meant the knee. These are women's jeans. I guess anyone can wear them. Right. But it's cut off. Instead of at the knees, it's cut off like at the crotch. Right. It's a half. Yes. So like one leg is completely gone. Right. And well, what it, there's like a little bit of, I think it was almost like a jean short on one side. It's well, there's cover. one, they leave one strip so you can put a belt around it to oh. tie it. Right. What's and the point of this? It's all on one side. Are you I, in favor of these or not? No, because I like to be even balanced. I like to have like pockets on both sides. I, it's, you're right. It's not I, functional. And it's not like, I don't really get, it's not that attractive. I mean, I understand it's a great way if your jeans rip. Like, it used to be like your jeans ripped and made that cool. Now it's like your jean rips and you just, I get rid of that half. But that seems like you're paying money. I don't know. I want two legs. I'm paying for two legs. I agree. I think, well, unless it's half price. I, oh, maybe we should check that. If you're saving money, now that's a, that's, that's a song I can sing to. Yeah. I think the women should just wear like, um, you know, like the Daisy Duke shorts or whatever. Like if you want to go yeah, half. Yeah, if you want to cut them half, cut half the other way. You don't have to go right. Or cut half at the knees and just cover your knees and leave everything else, you know, 
Caution to the wind. Well, that so there's <laughs> one more be. pair of pants that is making waves at Coachella. These Coachella people are idiots, yeah. first of all. Uh, but uh, these are ones that are they're regular jeans, if you can picture this. But then right at the knees, as you described, they go the, the pants go all the way down to your ankles. But then at the knees, they cut out a, a, a square a rectangle, uh-huh. and then they fill it back in with like um, clear plastic. So people can see your knees. Is that a big thing where you people want to see knees these days? That seems like a joke of like, with like, oh, women in a burqa, and you're like, oh, I want to see their nose. Like, what's the knee? How's the knee hot? I have no idea. I've never seen someone's knees. Knees have never been that attractive to me. I don't know. Have you been to Coachella? Ever? No. You're from California. Do I look like? No, I'm not going to Coachella. I mean, before, like, now Coachella's like. It didn't exist when I left. It existed. It just was, it was starting to take off. Now it's like the biggest thing. These music fe- you got to go to some music festivals this summer. I used to go to go Warp to- Tour, punk rock <laughs> tour, every summer in the '90s. Because now Coachella is like a whole bad thing. religion. It's like branding and there's like sponsors and it's like I'm it, not it- into it. I'm trying to think if what's the equivalent because uh, these music festivals have started to take off in China. As I said before, a few years ago, I went to see um, a Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> that was terrible. Yes, but. Uh, they, I'm not saying they're not good because they don't have as many good rock bands in China as they do here, but they still want to do all these festivals. So when they do them, they kind of just like scrape the bottom of the barrel with like whoever they can get to show up. They'll always get one foreign band. I went to one in Beijing that was actually pretty fun. All the band, it was two days, 99% of it was terrible. But then at the headliner, the very last band of the day on Saturday was Public uh, Enemy. Oh, wow. Good and on Sunday was Nine Inch Nails. That, yeah, that's but see that, that so it was about the music though. Yes, these see are that, about the music, music festivals now in America aren't even almost about the music. I mean, there's tons of music going on. What are they about? But there's like interactive, like there's all sorts of. I, you shouldn't even ask me. You need to get a real. I went to Governor's Ball last year. Yeah, uh, which is a festival in New York. Okay, it's like, kind of like a mini. You want to be? Does the governor go? I the governor definitely doesn't go. I was well, the oldest man, but there I felt like in The Simpsons when uh, Homer goes to Lollapalooza. Like I, there were people yelling "Narc" at me. <laughs> like I was like <laughs> calling you. I, I am telling you, I was the oldest person there by like twenty years, and and but they but they have all sorts of stuff going on. You got you got. You were out. culturally appropriating young people. I I was. <laughs> so people are sort of into the music, but then there's like all sorts of activities. Every is at, I don't know. It's it's. It's something we're going to have to delve deeper in. We're going to do a remote. We're going to a music festival this summer. Let's do it. Let's go to a let's, music festival. Let's go to one. We'll find one where we can be super narky at. And let's wear half pants. <laughs> <laughs> let's wear, yes, let's find out what the trends are that okay. men are wearing. We'll dress like that. Yeah. And, yep. uh, you know, we'll, our, we'll ask off air our fashion correspondents what people are wearing. Okay. And we'll, we'll wear them to a... Yeah, done. I'm in. Book it. Next story. Also from China. Uh, oh, no, this one's from China. The last one was not. This man is much better at, uh, than you at claw machines. <laughs> this comes to us from the AV club. Claw machines are those machines that co- oh, come down like at the... To get like a teddy bear or something. At an arcade. At, at, yeah. I didn't know you could be good at those. Like I, didn't, I thought that was like a, a carny trick. Well, that's what I thought. I had read something a while ago that only they was programmed to like one out of 30... Yeah. times it actually picks stuff up but not too long ago my brother and his kids ben and natalie we went down to south carolina to myrtle beach yeah and ben kept winning the claw machine he so, won it wait like, is this article about ben there's not about ben <laughs> seven-year-old like ben the- sparks he kept every time he'd hit it he won like three times in a row. he got all these tickets it was like tickets 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 oh, ben is a prodigy he could be the next so i was wondering i looked this up actually uh weber sent, again sent this to us yeah. and this says chin jitong is a man from shaman china 
who's so good at getting toys out of claw machines that he's won more than 15,000 dolls in just in the year of 2016. Are they going to do like in Vegas when somebody's like counting cards are really good that they're just not going to let him in? Like they see him coming? The guys who run these machines, they're going to... Let me keep reading. Oh. <laughs> so this guy says that... Uh, uh-oh, where's the rest of this article? <laughs> okay, so this side, Zatong says the claw machine operators are uh, have taken notice of his skills and are not happy when he rolls around into their uh, into their arcades. And he says they've gone so far as to sometimes buy him meals and beg him while begging him not to play. Because he just wins every time. But he gives tips. You want to hear his tips? Yeah. I actually do want to hear them. I'll tell you why in a second. I watched a quick video on him. He has them everywhere. He gave 1000 to charity last year because he still had 600 left. He's Right. Who even wants? That stuff's all crap. That's what he he says. He's like, I have so many. He's a competitor. Yeah. He's just addicted to winning. So here, I want another tip, and I'll tell you why. Because, you know, I have kids. Yeah. And the number, things I hate that you don't notice when you don't have kids... Mr. Softy, I hate you. Oh, love Softy. Shout it's out. impossible. I have to plan my walking routes around avoiding them because the kids always want ice cream now. It's summertime. Sure. These, this, these machines, claw machines, is a number thing I hate because the kids see them. They want it. Yeah, but it's impossible. And it's impossible to win. And then it makes – I have to spend money. I'm not going to win. And dad's going to look like a loser. Dad is going to look like I a I mean, loser. if I was this guy, I might be into it. My kids would be proud of me. So here's so what he says. Tips. You ready for the tips? Yeah. First of all, he says right off the bat, there are two types of machines. One type is completely rigged. Oh, suckers machines. Yeah, suckers machines. He says you avoid those. How do you know what they are? Doesn't say. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's kind of a key yeah. point. <laughs> the other kind, you actually can you can figure them out, okay? okay? It allows you to win. That must have been the kind that Ben was playing because he kept winning. You're saying Ben's, you're, you're, you're doubting his skills. So Ben, no, no I'm saying no. Ben oh, right. knew how to pick the right machine. Mm, so guys, first of all, you got to check, watch the people who go in front of you, check out the tightness of the claw. He said that's a big, that's a big oh, issue. Tightness. Sometimes the claw goes down and it doesn't actually ever tighten. I've noticed, or it doesn't get, oh, I've thought it might not get wide enough. You're saying it doesn't get tight enough. He, yeah, saying. he said it, when it goes down and it hits the bottom, it doesn't like contract. Yeah. Parkland it's, Diner in Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's how that one is. Don't those, go, go to those do ones. Do not go there. Avoid those ones. They've got a pretty good cheesesteak, but you know, continue. He said the <laughs> angle of the claw's rotation uh-huh. Not 100% sure what that means, but I guess sometimes it can come, it come, you want it to come down straight. Sometimes it comes down kind of like cattywonkered, you know? Okay. Yeah, a little physics lesson here. Yeah, and then he finally says the layout of the dolls in the machine. Okay, so what do we look for? Doesn't say. He doesn't go into detail. So if, the, if I'm not getting it, I'll assume that layout. I would think they probably want to be horizontal. Or wait. I would like think vertical. So. Oh, no, I don't even grab onto the head. And so, I also uh, think. Maybe we should get Ben Sparks on. Maybe we should get Ben on to tell us how it works. To teach us. It's good to know that people are getting ripped off around the globe. It's not just here. Well, he wins, but clearly he... It's like three-card money. These things are international. He understands that most people don't win. of the con. Um, All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad to know that this summer I'm going to do some winning. You're going to do some... Okay, and last story. Back to fashion. Now, here's one note before we do this story. This story is about Ivanka Trump... And her right. fashion line. We're recording this in advance. Right. So this is like anything's on the table with this. It's really risky to record anything Trump related in advance. Exactly. She could be our president by the time this comes out. She could be dead. Like who and knows? She's anything a can beautiful happen. emperor. Not that we want either one of those things to happen. Well, if she's president. At least we'd have a Jewish president. That'd be exciting for me. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see what our listeners think. <laughs> so Ivanka right. Trump's fashion line empire hits record highs. As it is revealed... Oh, this also is a story from a few weeks ago at this point. But okay. Just go with it, audience. Yeah, you really... Uh, just go with it. What do you want? It's a free pod. Yeah. 
All right, Ivanka Trump. Complain about it in the review, but right, do it a five-star review. Exactly. Complain with five stars. The song's called Old News for a reason. Do not just press play. Press play. You don't have to listen. <laughs> just <laughs> press play. Ivanka Trump's fashion empire hits record highs as it is revealed company received lucrative trademarks from China on the same day she sat down with President Xi Jinping at Mar-a-Lago. They have tra- trademarks in China? I thought every, it was like a free-for-all out there. They do if you're president of the United States. You can get them. So that means no one in China can copy her. No, they her. cannot because now because she's the daughter of our president and she's using her personal business for political or political whatever, for personal gains. So you think she probably could have pulled that off? The Trumps are pretty connected to begin with. She probably could have pulled that off even if he wasn't president. I they, mean, just no, the guy from The Apprentice. They'd probably be excited to do business with his daughter. You would think they could, but it didn't happen. No? No. I mean, clearly, Michael Jordan lost a case. Do you know that? Right. He lost a case in China for his own name. He doesn't own his own Chinese name. If Michael Jordan couldn't get it, right. this country, a country that loves NBA, loves basketball, loves Jordan. You know what I'm thinking? Why is she not in these betting odds, Ivanka? I guess in 2020, she's not You possible. said she was, didn't you? No, she's not. Oh, she didn't make but it. But 2024, I'm betting on her for president. I mean, easy. This That's is, a shoe-in. This is a dynasty. That's our first woman president. <laughs> first Jewish woman president. Is that the way we should end it? We should end with that. Oh, my gosh. High note. All right, everybody. <laughs> Kaplan, another good pod. Another good pod. And, Keep uh, belting them out, ha- baby. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, I am, I'll be back next week. I'll be back from China. I mean, back from Mexico. We're going to discuss. We're going to compare Mexican notes. Anything I, I didn't say, we'll uh, talk about. Hear what you hear. What your thoughts were. It's going to be great. We might so even get a Mexican on the pod. We'll Rumors see. We're it. working on it. We're working nope. on a, a Chinese person and a Mexican person and a look and at a that person of all sorts of nationalities. We're Branching get, out. We're trying to branch out. Thank you all. <laughs> keep listening. Keep telling friends. Keep spreading the word. If you chuckle, tell a friend. That's all I got to say. <laughs> if you, if you, if you if, chuckle, or tell them why you're chuckling. Tell, tell them if, if if you're laughing on the subway right now, and or, if, or in your car, uh, at work, in the dentist chair, and some the guy goes, "Hey, why are you laughing?" Tell them. It's kind of an insult to your dentist if you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> I mean, pay attention. You're, you're getting your teeth done. <laughs> That's true. I don't condone that. But anyway, get lost. I'm gonna get lost.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.